What is going on, everybody? Josiah Leroy here from thegeekiverse.com. We are filming slash recording in a, a new light, as we promised uh, just a few days ago. Uh, we're all recording from home for the first time, so this is kind of cool in a way. Uh, we missed the camaraderie, but guess what? Now we get to do this virtually. Very cool. So we'll we'll be doing this for the, the time being, um, for the foreseeable future here with everything that's going on in the world. But uh, as always, my boy is with me today. Is in the middle if you're watching. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jeff Pavlak. Hey, what's up, guys? And all the way uh, to the other side of the screen is John Fick. Howdy. My uh kind of like my my gaming partner in crime recently. We've been talking about a lot of different uh games as always. No doubt. But yeah. It's it's how it's been going. So uh this is kind of a one off uh podcast and video here. Doesn't really fit into anything else uh for our regular shows that we've got going on. But we will cover a lot of uh, similar coverage, whether it's games or, or movies, books, whatever we've been doing. We kind of wanted to to reach out and get involved here with the Geekiverse community and talk about what we've been doing uh, here during the coronavirus quarantine. So uh, we're recording this March 25th. It's been about a week and a half for quarantine for some of us, maybe a little bit longer. And we just wanted to talk about what day-to-day life has been like, maybe provide a little more content for a uh, all of our friends in the Geekiverse community as well. And of course, get involved at uh, facebook.com slash the Geekiverse or on Twitter at the underscore Geekiverse. We want to hear about your experiences because that definitely matters to us. But um, boys, what what's uh, what's day-to-day life been like for you? Kind of unprecedented times, definitely in our lifetime. It's been, um, it's been very weird. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So- what, tell me, tell me what your day looks like. I've been uh, I've been working from home. This is my second full week. So uh, I worked from home the Friday before last, and then that entire of the entirety of last week, and then all of this week as well. And it looks like our company is going to be sticking to that for the foreseeable future, as are our most. So I've been in in this exact room for for a while. This is my my game room and also my home office when it needs to be. So spending a lot of time in this room. Um, still lucky that I get to work though. I know I'm one of the fortunate people who get to still, you know, work a 40 hour work week and I'm not affected. My fiance is the same situation. So definitely fortunate, um, but huge shell shock to just, you know, be home for, for so long. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I said, unprecedented. It's crazy. It's different. It's nothing that I think most of us have ever experienced. Uh, Jeff, what's, what's your day-to-day life been like here in the last few weeks? Well, mine changed in a big way um, very quickly. Uh, I, I, I work for New York State during, you know, for my day job, and I was going in regularly for the first couple of days that this was really breaking out. Um, however, I'm now down to one day a week. I'm part of a skeleton crew that's just, uh, you know, filling in on the most basic uh, basis at my workplace. However, I am extremely fortunate that i am receiving my full paycheck as if i was working a 40-hour work week it's just that i go in one day a week as part of my group that covers for the entire week uh so 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 i'm basically now i have like a six-day weekend essentially it's crazy i go in for a normal eight-hour day and then i have a six-day weekend so uh we're my wife and i are kind of in the same boats uh very very blessed to be in a position where um we are still, you know, for the most part, really where we were from an employment standpoint, um, where I'm working at, our, our teams have been, or our, our staff has been split up into half and half. So half will work a, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule. Uh, the other days you'll work at home. 
and then uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, just to kind of not cross-pollinate, if you will, as much as we can. We've got a small team anyway. But um, I've got many friends and some very, very close relatives who are not in a similar position, and it's been tough, um, whether that is layoffs or temporary cutbacks, you name it. Um, it's 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 really tough to, to see it all kind of play out. Um, so, you know, for all of us to kind of be in that position, we're extremely fortunate. There's no doubt about it. Um, I got to say, you know, from a positive standpoint, working from home, the days I've worked from home has been pretty good. Most of what I do can be done from home. Yeah, same here. Um, you know, Jeff's in a little bit different position uh, just with what he does, but I kind of like that. It, it's It's changed things up a bit. And, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you guys too, when this, um, started coming out, you know, that this, this coronavirus, this COVID-19 was a thing over the last, maybe, I don't even know now, month or two. Yeah. Did you, did you take it super serious at first? Cause I'll tell you, I did not. I did. Yeah. I was, uh, I was kind of on the pulse with the social media coverage and stuff like that. And just something about how seriously it was being talked about that I took it seriously. I just felt, just felt like it, nothing has ever felt before. Like I got, we've seen lots of, you know, lots of big scares and these hot topics that come about, but just something about this felt different. And the, I think the big thing for me is once, uh, once the NBA closed is, you know, as meaningless as that sounds, but that's a, that's a multi-billion dollar organization that just shut down all operations. Just like that. Exactly. So that was that Wednesday. That Wednesday night was absolutely surreal. Wild. Because I, I mean, it's ingrained in my mind now for the rest of my life, sitting there watching ESPN, getting the breaking news that the NBA had shut down. I mean, that one game between the Jazz and the Thunder was called off literally seconds before tip-off. Yep, there, everyone was on like, the court. It happened just like that. I yeah. mean, the entire our daily life changed in the blink of an eye. Yeah, that was for the, all of America. That was the first dominant. Not the whole the entire world. Yeah, not just America. I mean, everyone. So it's been I got been weird. That notification on my on my phone. I, I think I woke up maybe from the athletic and, and saw that the NBA had you know ceased all production essentially at that point was Sus- like, hey, we're we're gonna suspend put the season. This on, on yeah. Pause. yeah. Um it got and I when I say I didn't take it serious, I'm gonna say I think it I always respected the news, but once it, it ramped up to the level of you know, so we're in New York State of Governor Cuomo saying all restaurants are to close by eight o'clock tonight. That was it for me. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is this is real serious. Underestimated, uh, yeah. And I think the other facet in all of this, not you know, that we want to go down this road too much, but we all know the three of us likely, if we were to catch this thing, odds are we'd be okay. Sure. The with point our, with is age, yeah. carrying it, right? To to passing it on to someone who can't handle it, maybe. Um, whether that's an immune system that is is it fighting other things, or maybe it's an elderly person, or you know, in my case, I, I've got a one and a half year old at home. Though those are things that I I kind of think about. And as soon as that kind of got through if, uh, a few weeks back, it was like, all right, you know, that's that's the point. It's not about me getting a pretty deadly, essential, a much deadlier version of the flu. It's that hey, I can pass this on to someone who can't handle it. And what a what a terrible way. It's a terrible reason for someone to pass away, right? Sure. So, I boys, think, uh, I'm sorry. I will be right back. Just give me literally ten seconds. Oh, no, you're fine, Jeff. You're good, Jeff. We can hold it. Um, yeah. So I think that's that's kind of where it's been at for me. Yeah. Yeah. Again, big shell shock. Um, 
It's giving us a lot of time at home, though. <laughs> it's giving us a lot of time to, yeah, you know. How have you been breaking up the day when you are working from home? Are you, I mean, other than like what we're gonna get into, like games and stuff, have been playing, but have you been trying to get out of the house, taking walks and stuff like that? Because I, I certainly have had to adopt that. So, in all of this, I don't feel like. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't feel like I've gained that much time in general. Mm. My and me, that could very well be just due to the fact that we've got a one and a half year old at home, and that's kind of makes a lot of sense. Uh, but during the day, so also, I, I mentioned I'm a Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of right now, and then Tuesday, Thursday from home. My wife was able to switch her schedule so that she was kind of opposite of me. So that's been really nice to give our our parents a break from watching her. Yeah. So. While I'm I'm working, the only things I've done really so far will get out. I I've gotten out for like a quick drive to with Daisy. She likes being in the car, falls asleep really easily. That's always a nice thing because sure. I can come back and get some work done. Uh, but I was even talking with Pete her about it a little bit earlier today on on Facebook. Just uh, I was underwriting a loan for somebody i was making chicken nuggets for daisy and then i was making sure i had frozen two on in the background for her sure and then on my my break i was i was contributing to the geekiverse uh video game olympic article oh yeah it's all in moderation right it's all a little bit of balancing here so i i have not felt the least bit stir crazy the word boredom has not even come close to my vocabulary i'll say you know so uh, it's weird to look on the positive side of things in, in where we're at right now in the world, but let's say, you know, economy's in trouble and obviously health, that's first and foremost. But for what it's worth, my wife and I are so busy with our respective schedules, whether it's work or Geekiverse or Little Miss Funeral, you name it, that we've been forced to be home every night. And that has been kind of precious time for us. Sure. Like we've really, really loved being together and getting to hang out with, with our daughter together and do things that we normally would not have been able to do. So again, we're very fortunate to be in our position with our jobs and our health. But to take it one step further, that's been a, a big joy for us. And I know Lauren had... Um, so my wife's a funeral director, if you don't know. And she was on, um, she was on a video chat that was basically being streamed for how funeral directors are handling things in different states. And she said the same thing. She's like, I got to be honest, all of this aside, I love it. Cause you know, just <laughs> just eyes home most nights now, yeah. as opposed to doing what he's doing for, for Geekiverse. So from that positive aspect, I've, we've definitely enjoyed that time together. And I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to look at the positives. I mean, especially if no, you, yeah, you have to mental health you have to super important in a situation like this where you know your your day-to-day is shaking so so abruptly you know it's yeah. that's the right way to look at it for sure i think so, that's the situation i was in at first yeah like i was I, I i just i wouldn't say i was going stir crazy right away but i was definitely shaken and unnerved by really the uncertainty i mean not, not no one knows how to deal with this this is a complete twist of fate for anybody um but i would say in the last few days now um i've kind of settled in i've adjusted to kind of what this new normal is for the time being um 
so I, I see myself handling it a lot better going forward. Yeah, there's a, there's definitely an adjustment period. Like the the first day, the first two days I worked from home, just rolled out of bed, went over to the home. Actually, the first day I didn't even work out of my home office. I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna hang out on the couch. I'll flip over to the dining room table when I have to, just bounce around. And I did that for the whole day, and I'm like, I can never do that again. That was just like, right. I, I just didn't feel productive. I felt like, I just felt like a bum. So the next day I made sure I, I got my morning shower in. I didn't slack on that. I actually threw some jeans on instead of, instead of the sweats, came into the office and actually like, you know, had a, had an actual work day. So I had to like bake that structure into my life. That's normally just naturally there by going into an office, you know, for 40 hours a week. Um, but I was, I, when, when you walked away, I asked Josiah, like if you've gotten out of the house at all, because my fiance and I have been like going for a lot of walks <laughs> not something we you know yeah. we, we often do I mean, we'll, we hang out hang out outside but usually not this time of the year we're not you know we're not pushing the pushing the envelope when it's when it's mid 40s and now we're we're going for walks and bundling up because it's been uh, it's been nuts now i once the weather gets nicer in western new york i love to go running um so i just started doing that but like even on a day where it's relatively warm or warmish outside i'll just sit out on my back patio and read for an hour nice. or, you know or so i mean i could just as easily read in my bedroom or the living room but if i have the opportunity i would much prefer to do it outside yeah at least just, every once in a while because you're forced to be home you know for six six out of seven days now <laughs> you get you don't, i gotta get that fresh air no doubt yeah, we've we've gone for a few walks. Uh, so we've we've got a black lab as well. Uh, so the four of us uh, getting out. Uh, but it's a if it's been a little bit warmer, we've taken advantage and gone out, and that's been nice. Yeah, today was pretty a nice. very energetic black lab. Yeah, oh, an extremely energetic black you lab. Watch Kikiver's videos. You yeah, you get, you've, you've yeah. seen or heard him. At least, at least <laughs> mostly heard. Mostly heard yeah. him. For sure. Yeah, that uh, that video I. I did for uh, on Little Miss Feudal's channel that I was talking to you guys about maybe a half hour ago. We just couldn't manage Daisy and Lindy, and you see at the end of the video, Lindy's tail just go like right by, I love it. right by me here. I was it's, like, it's, oh, there he is. That's just part of the set at this point. If we look you back at these videos in like ten years, it'll, it'll be a nice thing, you know. For sure, you can't stop Lindy. You can only hope to contain him. <laughs> Even that's, that's asking a lot. True. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, being who we are in the Geekiverse, uh, obviously we love pop culture, we love movies, we love video games. It's that's we're very passionate about that. Comics, books, TV shows. What uh, what have you guys been? What have you been doing? All of the above, kind of. Oh, John's got it ready right there. This is what, so, this is all I've been doing. <laughs> been playing Animal Crossing for like that's beautiful twelve hours a day. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I can't wait. So my copy arrives tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, what great time. I timing. cannot wait to, to get it started. Enjoy your freedom while it lasts. Yeah. Enjoy your freedom for this last night. I will. I think I'll slay some uh, some demons in hell with, with Doom Eternal. Nice. Yeah, so I... Uh, either that or Ori. Yeah, Animal Crossing has been such a treat. Uh, it came out last weekend. It's just like perfect, perfect timing. Everyone's home. Everyone's going like a little, little stir crazy, like we said. A game like this, that's just so relaxing and just so freeform and there's that there's really you can just do whatever you want in this game it's just perfect timing for a game like this to come out we were talking off air a little bit like we we got we log into our switch and we've got like 12 to 15 friends online and literally all of them are just playing animal crossing i don't remember that happening when pokemon came out or even like no. mario odyssey like not not like this no this is this is uh uncharted waters yeah for for this era in the switch i feel like 
closest thing would have been for me breath of the wild but that was because that was oh, the only just game. about the only game that people were playing yeah, that when or, it first came out that or snipper clips which was don't sleep on snipper clips <laughs> it was a lot of fun <laughs> jeff beta if you guys remember well john wouldn't have known him but he was a guy in the geekiverse and he bought snipper clips oh my god i love that game i was like are you serious what um what was uh arms mm. yes that but that that wasn't at launch though. That was in it? summer. It was like in May. No, it was in May, I believe. Well, we it got was... together in, in the summer that year, so that that would make sense. It was right before Splatoon came out, which I'm pretty sure was June. Okay. Yeah. So other than Animal Crossing, which has been like most of my waking hours, if I'm not working or eating or walking, I'm playing Animal Crossing. Um, I've also been uh, playing a little bit of Call of Duty Warzone. Um, that came out like two weeks ago, I think, at this point. That's been fun. Uh, I think it's probably the best Battle Royale to come out other than Fortnite, for me at least, just my opinion. been having fun with that. A yeah. Um, and then I've been watching. Either of you guys watch the show Ozark on Netflix? I have not. No. So I've got a bunch of friends who are really into that show. Um, and it's, it, the new season... Season three is starting on Friday, so I'm like, you know what? I've got some time in my hands. I'm gonna I'm gonna binge through that show, and that's been that's been solid too. Nice, so keeping busy, mostly Animal Crossing. Mostly Animal Crossing. I would say, fun fact, you guys can say if this is true or not. I think two out of three people in the world are playing Animal Crossing. I mean, it might be it might be the case. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Two I, out of three I, yeah, on this podcast though. Sure. Yes. Yeah, that, that's through. what it feels like. It's, yeah. it's insane with my friend's list right now. My whole Twitter too. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh! People I that I had no idea had a Nintendo Switch are posting their friend code on on Facebook, and I'm like, yeah, I, what? And Switches are hard to find now too because of this whole you know the situation where yeah. first of all you know COVID nineteen, but also Animal Crossing coming at this time too. My boss was trying to get a Switch, and he was trying to hunt one down forever, and finally was able to get one shipped to him, but crazy well there's two different problems with that the first is that a lot of the hardware for the switch was made in china ah. uh specific i believe specifically in the epicenter of it where the virus first broke out and then on top of that nintendo of america's headquarters is based in redmond washington and washington state is one of the hardest hit states right now in sure. america by the virus uh all of nintendo of america's employees have been told to work from home and i believe that was as of about a week and a half ago already wow Okay, guess so that makes sense then. Makes right. Sense. Yeah. These things we take for granted, right? I got my, my pretty Animal Crossing version. These Joy-Cons are so so those, clean. Yeah, those Joy-Cons are really nice. I love them. So those, those the are beautiful. May bring up some pain, John, but what which ones had oh. to which ones had to Which go? Ones had to leave. So there's a quick story there, yeah. So I have I had a, a small collection of Joy Cons, and I had to sell my other Switch in, or, in order to justify buying this one. And I didn't know which which two color Joy Con to get rid of it with. And I I was considering literally canceling this and just keeping my my Switch and not going through with the upgrade because I couldn't decide which ones to get rid of. Um, and I ended up getting rid of the the uh, pink and the green set. So I think I had left pink, right green. Um, reason being. They're the easiest to replace. Those are still everywhere. They're they're often on sale. You can go to any Best Buy or Amazon. Well, who knows in this climate? But when I made that decision, they were the easiest to to, to replace if I ever wanted to. It's pretty valid. That's good. I'm addicted and to Joy Cons. Those those colors are are nice. They're, they're the best. Yeah. Oh, I got the case too. The case is actually like kind of even cooler in my opinion. Super cool. Oh, that's sweet. Big fan of this case. I have like five Switch cases. Just can't stop buying Switch accessories. <laughs> I uh I've got just one, but it's um it 
it's probably fairly common now. Uh, but it's Breath of the Wild. It, it is uh, kind of like that. Nope. Yeah. That is <laughs> no. Are you sure? Because I feel like I've seen that one in your house, Josiah. No, that's not it. Do you have uh, maybe? Mine is all blue, pretty much. Okay. Got it. I know that one. And it has the um the the it has like the same exact zipper, but it's blue. Exactly. Yeah, that one too. That was uh, th- so this one this one came with the limited edition of Breath of the Wild. This one came with the game. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I like that design a lot. That that looks really good. It's the Sheikah slate. Yep. It's the slate. It's yeah. It's no. I'm saying the the color palette there. Like, oh, I, okay. I think it looks really nice there. Another non sequitur. This is the first uh, Joy Cons that have uh, colored straps, which I never uh, really use. Yeah. But they're, they're they look real good. Not that I ever use them, but yeah, they're cool. Yep. Um, it's funny because I was we're talking about on Geek Scott Game how I felt like I finally kind of caught up on my backlog. There's really just like one or two games minus everything that just came out. Sure. And um, we talked about maybe how I should dive back into Breath of the Wild on the last episode. Yeah. A few other things. Like so we've we're in the end of March and I, I want to clear Doom and Ori, you know, get those finished before May. And then really the next benchmark is Last of Us for me. Like that's that I think that's the next game really on my list. Um but one that I'm really interested in is Anthem, which Oh yeah that Xbox news yeah. one you know is going to have uh, on games with gold in april that's that's got me stoked like i really really wanted to try that game i almost almost bought it at launch last year kind of heard some of the the press that was coming out and i waited and i'm happy i waited now and uh i almost bought it on black friday for 9.99 and it, i just had too many games in front of it yeah uh but now now i get to play it for free next month i'm really stoked about that yeah i'll give it a try too with the the current climate i'll be home you know all month next month probably as well so i'll definitely give it the download yeah, I, I think it's worth it. I mean, nothing to lose. Jeff, uh, Jeff, what what's been uh, it's been going for you except for Animal Crossing? Uh, what are you watching, reading? Did we lose Jeff? We lost Jeff. <laughs> I think we did. How do we lose Jeff? He's right there. I see him. I don't know. <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah, we'll, well figure I'll it out. I'll talk a little bit about. Well, yeah, what are you I, been? What are you been diving in? So. Ori and the uh, the Will of the Wisps I've been been playing. Yep, and it is it's hard. We we talked about it pre-show. Yeah, I think it's about on on par with with the first one, but they're they set you up for success a little bit better. Sure. Um. So in that sense, it may be easier. But man, I was running into some really really buggy stuff in a boss battle last night, and it was pissing me off for a game like of, of that pedigree that. I'm not really stoked about that, but other than that, it's atmospheric, it's beautiful, it's colorful. I posted a video in, in our Buffalo Game Geeks group, yeah. and it's just, it's it's high energy, it's fast tempo, it's it's really good. It's everything I was hoping it would be. Quick teaser for an article we're, we're working on right now, that I, I did choose Ori to pair with a, to pair with a beer. Oh, yeah. you did? Nice. Yeah. I, I had it in my head to pair with... Uh, with Minky Budo. Okay, I stole that from you. That's good. Yeah. No, now I got to come up with something different. It shouldn't I, well, be hard. I had to do that because Jeff stole Animal Crossing for me. I was getting with the the beer I was going with. I was going to use it uh, for Animal Crossing, and Jeff had already uh, paired one up with that. So he was smart to get in there first. For sure. To do that. <laughs> for sure. Um, let's see. So uh, Doom Eternal, I think is harder than the first one. 
okay. uh, meaning 2016's Doom. Yeah. It is it's fun. I'm probably maybe roughly a quarter of the way into the game though and it's getting easier and I don't know if it's because I'm more in the groove. It, it's probably partially that, but I'm also uh the weapons. They oh. basically give you nothing at first that's of any use. And then as you collect these weapons, you start to become really powerful. So that's been awesome. Um, I'm a huge fan of like the soundtracks in that game too. Like it's not music I typically listen to. Yeah. People love that. Yeah. I mean, like I hear people talking about doom 2016 as like one of the best soundtracks in games. When they played. So whoever, whatever uh, musical outlet was behind that soundtrack. And I'm sorry that I don't know that, but they played at the 2016 game Awards. Oh Yeah. It was so cool. Really cool. Oh my gosh. They played a live track or two. Um, so TV wise, I honestly, I, it's all been the same for me, like the same three movies on Disney plus, because that's <laughs> what my daughter likes to watch. So that is frozen, frozen two and, um, Moana. Gotcha. So, you know, whatever, those are good. Chef's <laughs> <laughs> having technical difficulties. Yeah. I was hoping that wouldn't, <laughs> It's fine. It's funny. I was I was hoping that would have gone unnoticed, but <laughs> well, you're back. Can't be too. Yeah, I could not be discreet enough about that. That no, doesn't work that, that way. I like it. It's it's our first run here. This is pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, um, I'm actually really impressed with how smooth the setup was. To first of all get set up and how how good it's looking. I like it. Yeah, I agree. So far, so good. Um, so Frozen, once, Frozen Two, and what was the third movie? Uh, Moana. Oh, okay, got it. You did say that, Moana. Yeah, I gotta say, I you know Disney with Disney moving uh, Frozen Two to Disney Plus so fast, that was a really nice move. Yeah, it's clutch. I'm stoked that Onward is coming because I did actually see that in theaters to to get it to review Geekiverse. And um, in terms of Pixar movies, it is up there for me. Um, I think Coco is is my number one favorite Pixar movie. I don't know if I don't know where Toy Story ranks and all that. It's got to be up there, but uh, Onward was really something special. I'm I can't to wait watch till that. everyone watches it. One, April third, April third. Okay, because it's already available for digital purchase, right? Yeah, cool. so you, you can buy it now if you can't wait, or if you don't, somehow I have Disney Plus. But otherwise, uh, wait a few weeks and that'll be a good one. Great voice cast, like all all about it. Great sure. story, definitely had me in tears. Awesome. Um, I've actually been reading a little bit too. This is a little oh, bit wow. rare for me. I know. Uh, but it won't surprise anybody. It's the novelization of Rise of Skywalker. I do that before you even said it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, yeah. It came in the mail uh, maybe last week, early last week, because I had it pre-ordered for the longest time. Just Amazon always gives you that price uh, guarantee. Yep. So uh, we, I got to say, there's a lot of stuff in there, like a lot that's not in the movie that kind of helps explain. And that's what the, the previous novels did for seven and eight. But uh, like the most notable thing, like right off the bat is that Palpatine's a clone. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I could talk about that for hours and I'm only 60 pages in. I've seen a bunch of those little, like just uh, excerpts of people, you know, saying like, Oh, this is actually the way that was. And there seems to be a lot of, uh, a lot of clarification and stuff that's different in that book. Yeah. It's almost like, Disney released that movie and then they were like, all right, what's everyone confused about or asking on social media? And then uh, they, the author enough. of that book basically put it all together. Uh, I wrote an article when Last Jedi came out and the author of that book uh, tweeted it 
I like I didn't tag him in or anything like that. Like he he found it. It came across his his plate somewhere. And uh, his name is Jason Fry. We actually did an interview with him later on as a result. But he uh, it was like uh, fifty some odd things that the Last Jedi novelization explains that the movie doesn't. And I remember seeing the traffic just blow up one day on the Geekiverse, and I had no idea why because it was way past when the movie came out. And he had tweeted it and said, "Hey, this is a nice article, and it's not full of clickbait." And I was like, "That's the best compliment yeah, I could get from that's high praise." Who wrote that book. Yeah. Cool. Um. And then all the people jumped on me for saying that I thought Ray and Kylo Ren were related, and clearly I was way off on that. Spoilers, as we see now. That's okay. Yeah, we're past the potential limitations <laughs> on that one. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, been what's going on for me here. Cool. Jeff, can you hear us this time? Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> okay. uh, Ho- what- hopefully, I'm good too. But that <laughs> remains that's no guarantee. Yeah, that, like that's no guarantee. Last time was <laughs> Oh, you, I'm sure. <laughs> so, well, what have you been playing, watching, reading? What's going on? First thing I watched was Netflix, uh, Netflix's Castlevania season three. Ooh. Uh, that that was only ten episodes though, so that didn't occupy a terrible amount of my time. Uh, I don't watch a lot of TV or even streaming to begin with, anyway. So I have just been playing games, playing games, playing games. Uh, Animal Crossing is soon going to consume my life. I know what my personality is like. I can already tell I'm going to get hooked on it. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm finishing up with Twilight Princess HD. I just beat the story mode today. Uh, I've got a few side quests and secret dungeons that I want to finish in that. I've got. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm going to start after that. I mean, I'm still playing through Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm on my third playthrough of that. Oh, actually, that's that's what it was. Um, I played the DLC for Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, I bought the side story that comes with it. It was about six and a half, seven hours. So, uh, pretty fairly meaty for a side story like that. So I, I got that way harder than the than the main campaigns. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, like significantly harder. Huh. And I still just played on like the casual like you know normal difficulty i can't imagine what it's like on the harder difficulty settings or with the permadeath if i played with permadeath i would have lost half my party on the second level <laughs> uh, so i'm glad i didn't do that because i don't have the time or patience for that right now um we have the time not other, patience well yes <laughs> right well, well, well not even so much the time because i've been finishing up with this i know it's going to be oh. reversed but uh this was nice. the actually i don't uh, think it is the pr- Oh, okay. No, perfect. It's, it's straight on. Perfect. It, this was the proof copy of my last book. I went through the entire thing and marked it up, did my last read through of it. The last few chapters really annoyed the heck out of me because of how much I wanted to change, but I got through this now. So I'm going to go back to the Microsoft Word file, add in all my changes. And once I upload that, I'm done. Cool. Dude, that's so cool. Wow. I didn't know that existed yet. Yep, I've got I got that in the mail a couple of weeks ago, and I've been slowly going through that. Awesome, that is awesome. Did you Try notice it. that in uh in the the coronavirus video, like best health practices? Watch watch the video. Oh, there's a nice little Easter egg in there. Well, I, I'm gonna have to look for it now. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's in there. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I appreciate it. Of course. Uh. And then, yeah, once I'm done with all my stuff, I got to figure out if I want to jump into Hyrule Warriors, Fire Emblem Warriors, or Witcher 3. Ooh. We'll see. Have you played Witcher 3 at all? Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've 
dabbled with it in the past, but I've never, I, I never sunk like Zelda amount yeah. of hours into it. Same. So I, this, I did, I did this, this will be my time. I'm really excited to play it because, you know, I loved the first season of the show on Netflix. Oh yeah, it was so good. And after watching that, I really wanted to read the book. So I bought the first two short story anthologies, read those. Um, and th- that was, those were really, really good. I can't wait to read the novels now, like the full length novels. That's part of the Witcher saga. Uh, it, it's a great franchise. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely in, invested in the Witcher right now. Awesome. That's never been hotter. No, it really hasn't. <laughs> um, one thing I did want to bring up too is, uh, th- so throughout this quarantine, I thought, so in where we are, um, our Erie County executive, Mark Polencar, said to, you know, if you're in a position to do so, make sure you patronize your local restaurants. Yeah. And I yep. thought that was a beautiful thing. And lo- my wife and I, you know, for a long time, as well as many, many other Western New Yorkers, have, have sought to done that. But no better time than now if you've got the means. So we kind of made it a rule, like, you know, in the next few weeks or months, depending on, on what this looks like, we're, we're not eating it at any national or, or chain restaurants sure. and it's all going to be local. Um, and, and, uh, furthermore, we've been doing that for breweries. Uh, yes. so what, uh, I did as well. <laughs> I know you guys are definitely in this boat. What are, if any, some of the local restaurants here in Buffalo that you've eaten at or ordered out from in the last few weeks. And, um, let's talk about some of the beers we've gotten too. I think that's, that'll be a nice little shout out for sure. For some of our, uh, Awesome, awesome breweries that we've got here. First thing I want to say is how impressed I've been with like their ability to just change their entire business model on the fly. Restaurants and breweries and all these mm-hmm. like all these different establishments yeah. that like are traditionally sit down restaurants or are traditionally breweries that don't do much to go beer or like takeout to just on a dime just have to offer all of their services to go. And a lot of them doing it curbside and places like there's beer shops. Uh, so I'll shout out uh, Aurora Brew Works in East Aurora. Um, they were like on the they were on the pulse of this whole situation, and they knew everything was going to be shutting down. So they put together a quick website. And he, actually, before the website was even up, I believe they just put together a Google Doc or or like an Excel sheet, something like that. And like, hey, just fill this out, and we will deliver beer to you because we know things are about to go down. So like they were delivering, wow. yeah, they were delivering beer as long as you lived within like 20 miles of them, and if you had to spend at least like 75 dollars or something like that. Um, Fatty Beer Co. They're uh, they're downtown uh, Buffalo. They did the same thing. They threw up a website. Here's everything we offer. Um, they're like they're trying to get people to buy gift cards as well, which has been like a huge thing for them. Is you know if you don't have product to push or if you can't really get people in your restaurant or brewery, or whatever, try to buy a gift card because that's super helpful right now. Um, and then all the other breweries just doing like to go like curbside pickup has just been really cool as well. Uh, that is awesome. I got to say, I could get used to that. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Jeff, I know you stopped at, at one of our favorite uh, places with our, our partners at CBW. Yeah, there's uh, there's actually three places I would give a quick shout out to. The first was Community Beer Works. Uh, I stopped by about a week ago for their curbside pickup. Uh, I got some Let's Go Pills and then a couple crowlers of their Irish Red, the Irish wristwatch. Uh, both I love both beers, uh, so I was very happy to do that. Otherwise, uh, Buffalo Brew Pub, um, which is by our favorite Regal Transit Theater, no less. Oh, yeah. um, they are doing takeout, one of my favorite restaurants in Buffalo. Um, made sure to try and order from them. And then another one. Oh, no. <laughs> Hang on. Jeff, hold on a second. You went all robotic. 
I love Chinese restaurant food thing, which is right by my house. It's always where I got Chef for. Chef, we had a an auto tune uh, slowdown. Yeah. Oh no! Uh oh! Too Jeff struggling. Oh no! Wait, so I heard. I heard Chinese restaurant. That's what I heard. Did Did you get anything after that? No. No. We missed okay. stuff before and after. Think you're back. Okay, it's my it's my local Chinese restaurant, Fu Sing. I've gone there my whole life, uh, so I'm still trying to support them uh, as much as I can. Cool, great little family owned restaurant. It's start. I'll tell you, it's this whole snafu just started as soon as John moved his chair. That I had a really it. loud. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not blaming you or anything, uh, but interesting. <laughs> interesting. Oh, I moved my chair and I broke I broke I, his Discord. No, I I, I heard him. I heard a super sharp, like oh, screech, from, the from just from you moving. Got it. Uh, yeah. And the computer uh, didn't like it. Luckily, I guess. luckily oh. it won't. No one will hear that because I muted my mic on the on the, the the local copy. But I can't mute you guys when I do that. Per- so, so sorry. Perfect. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. Uh, back what do you to got there? back to beer. Uh, I've been drinking some some Dimaggio from Froth. So Froth is that place I keep telling you about. Uh, they do the Liquid Lollipop series. Uh, this is an IP, a double IP, I think. Maybe is it even a triple? It's wild. This is really good. They call it a hazy triple IPA. Um, I got a couple of four packs from from those guys. Really good. And then this guy mm. is a collaboration between Thin Man, which is Buffalo based, and then probably pound for pound my favorite brewery around right now, Other Half. Um, they started in uh, Brooklyn, New York, and just recently opened a location in Bloomfield, New York, which is right outside of Rochester, which is super convenient because their beer is absolutely insane. So Other Half and Thin Man just did a collaboration. So this is that beer. It's an IPA. It's called Dollar Slice Satellite. Super, super good. Um, that was like the last time I was out and having any social interaction. I went to the, the can release for that. It was like must have been two Fridays ago or maybe three Fridays ago, something like that. Um, that was like the last time I was in like a public setting where there's other people around. We're all waiting in line for this beer and I, we all kind of knew what was happening. So I stocked up and got a, a bunch of four packs of that. Smart man. For sure. I've, uh, I've got a can of uh, Mocha the Whale with your name on it. I'm going to have to trade you for something. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll set something uh, aside for you. So those are all awesome. Um, I got to say that it's great to see even just, you know, the three of us here, what we've been able to do in a short period of time. I feel like Western New York has really uh, kept it at the forefront, especially since Mark Polenkar said that. But uh, for me, um, we've actually only eaten out once. Uh, we've been cooking at home every night since this started for us a week and a half ago. But uh, one time and uh, we went to Macy's, which is a local pizzeria Ooh, here, yeah. five minutes away from where I live. We had never gone there. Um, and John recommended it. And a few other people did too. Uh, we did kind of like a Facebook live asking for recommendations. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, what's, what's John recommending? I, I'll know I'll, I'll like it. Um, so we got uh, an awesome, awesome barbecue chicken finger pizza. I'm stoked. We ironically enough, got a menu for them in the mail today. I can't wait to go back. Um, beer wise. I'm a huge fan of big ditch uh, right, right in Buffalo. They had a beer come out last week called Galaxy Red. Red Gal- It's Galaxy Red. I always reverse it. Red Galaxy, Galaxy Red. Anyway, um, that was delicious. I got a, a growler of that. They were doing half price. So I brought my own 64 rounds and it was 10 bucks. 
That's, really good deal. That's awesome for a 64 ounce fill. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, made my round same time. Went to Community Beer Works as Jeff had mentioned, and I got uh, one of their limited releases for uh, Mocha the Whale, which is uh, think Guinness mixed with uh, hints of vanilla and, and kind of a coffee flavor. It's a brown ale, uh, right? It is, um, and it's the Whale is one of the Community Beer Works most popular beer so to put the spin on it is kind of nice um and then for thin man i love 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 uh mickey boodle the the sour beer i've been huge into sours lately that's that's been my thing and i can't get enough of it they're they're my favorite i did get my hands on a a, a four pack of mecca boodle which is kind of that on steroids yep really it's just more fruit but Double hey, fruit. you can't go wrong there so uh, that's where I've been at, and I did stop by Pressure Drop today, so I can't wait to try um, Volcano Bunny. It's going to be a pineapple sour. Awesome. I think I'm going to do that after this, yeah. So um, get out there, support, if you are in the position to do so, your your local restaurants, because they need it right now. There's no doubt about it. What else has been going on? Anything else you guys want to talk about as we're, we're kind of chatting here? That's where I'm at, man. Lots of Animal Crossing. Probably, probably a little too much... Uh, self-isolation <laughs> maybe got to get out a little more but um yeah that, that's uh, it's been that's been the new norm it's been wild how about you jeff i'm just thankful that professional wrestling is still going on albeit with no crowds that's got to be weird so I, I i don't i don't follow wwe anymore i follow all elite wrestling um but they have their Big, they have a big concert venue that's attached to the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium down in Jacksonville because the owner of the company is also the owner of the Jaguars. Um, so they just they've set up shop down at that concert venue, tarped off all the seats, and they've been filming all their weekly episodes down there just without a crowd. So that's been different to watch. Cool. That's but kind I'm of just, but I but I'm just thankful that they still have the matches and the you know the storylines going for sure. I saw some clips. I know it's WWE, but I saw some of the clips of them like playing with the fact that there's no audience. I think they brought uh, Steve Austin out for 316. They did. Yeah. And and he was like acting like there was an audience there. And it was, it was good. They're, you know, doing what they can. It stinks because the other promotion that I really love is in Japan and they've been shut down for the last month and a half. They've they've canceled about a month and a half worth of shows. That makes sense. Well, there's, I said, if God, God forbid, if something happens to Nintendo, I am going trauma center <laughs> on this coronavirus. <laughs> Don't you dare touch Nintendo on me. <laughs> Nintendo closes down. Jeff finds a cure in two days. Oh, basically. <laughs> I two- said the same thing about our favorite restaurant. So uh, Kumo, it's um, it's in Depew. And we called. This is how we got to Macy's, actually. We were going to eat or order from Kumo. And uh, no one picked up, so I go. So help me if this this virus <laughs> took that restaurant from us. That, that happened to me too with <laughs> with one of my recommendations to you that day. Uh, I went to go see if Golden Dragon was open, and I called Golden Dragon. That's my favorite Chinese food uh, around Buffalo, and they didn't answer. And I happened to be at my dad's house real quick, and uh, so I did, and he's super close to them. So I just swung around the corner just to see, and they were closed, and there was some kind of sign on the window, but I didn't stop. So I, I'm I'm curious to see if there was like a temporary thing or if. I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, it's, the restaurant business is so fickle. Even even like successful res- restaurants, they get caught in a situation like this. They could they could just lose it all real quick. Crazy. You know, yeah. I mentioned Buffalo Brew Pub earlier. Um, they did a interview with one of the news stations recently, and even though they've got t- 
takeout, carry out. They said that their business is down 90%. Crazy. Since they've had the shutdown. Dude, yeah, it's it's brutal. So like, we, you know, we cannot emphasize it enough that we hope people can support these businesses during this time because they desperately need it. You guys just convinced me to order lunch tomorrow instead of uh, making one in the <laughs> fridge. I'm going to think I'm going to order some wings from Elmo's, if you're familiar, out in... Uh, out in Amherst, Elmer's, almost has some great wings. So I think that's my plan for tomorrow. Those mom and pop pizza joints are definitely yeah, the, are definitely the best right now for sure. And yeah, they need I'm, it. They need the help. I'm definitely in the mood for some wings. I think that'll be something on the docket this weekend for us. Um, well, there's no shortage of content for everyone really to consume these days. Whether that is your your favorite pastime is reading or it's watching. YouTube videos or watching TV shows, movies, playing video games. It's all out there right now. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh, we've got some really nice group articles going on at thegeekiverse.com. Some that will be coming out and some we've already released. One uh, is 13 games you can play on Xbox Game Pass right now. If you're an Xbox owner, Game Pass is one of the best values in gaming. Not and close. you can play all of those. It's, it's just unbelievable. We left a lot of really impressive indies and AAA titles off of that list. That just happened to be 13 that our staff picked. Uh, we released uh, recommendations for Disney+. Plus. There's a lot of content on there. We can help you kind of carve your way through that and put your own list together. Um, and then we've got some some other list articles that are coming out later this week that we're, we're really excited about, including uh, our favorite beers to drink while gaming. So That'll some more shout-outs, hopefully, to some of our, our, our friends at the different breweries around here, uh, particularly with Community Beer Works. They're a wonderful partner of ours. They uh they sponsor drafting with drafts. They let us go and film there every month. They're just wonderful people. Sure, can't say enough uh, about them. I want to interject real quick when it comes to recommendations. Yep. Uh, we just put out a tweet on uh, our Twitter. So it, uh, what are we on Twitter? We're just the Geekiverse, right? Or the, uh, the, the, the underscore the ge- underscore Geekiverse. Uh, so we put out a thread asking for your recommendations. So uh, social distancing recommendation thread. Um, if you if you have something you've been digging into, you're liking, you're you're reading something, watching something, playing something, hop on there and give recommendations. Uh, it's been pretty pretty active already. Um, we've got Beach Hells who's been doing a uh, an MCU rewatch, which shows I calls uh, uh, the John Fig marathon. Because I'm a <laughs> big so MCU guy. Uh, Jay-Z Beast uh, said he's watching through Supernatural for the first time. Um, so that's always fun. Bright Chapel has been uh, catching up on his UFC backlog on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, he's also watched Tiger King on Netflix. Have you guys heard of that? Tiger King? That's all yeah. over social media today. That's supposed to be wild. So that's on my list. I don't really do crime documentaries or really any kind of crime though no okay i'm into that no. stuff it hooks me hooks me pretty good it's just no. it's good to know jeff doesn't do any kind of crime. right yeah no. <laughs> clip, clip that out that's gonna be the, the he's the poster boy for the geek i don't, I don't do I, I any don't kind do of crime, crime. <laughs> sounds like no. a, sounds like a michael scott quote <laughs> i don't do any kind of crime uh, and then also brian chapel uh just beat doom eternal so he's a little ahead of you there josiah whoa yeah Oh man! So yeah, hop, that's amazing. Hop into that thread, give your recommendations, just start chatting about what we've been playing because it's uh, it's keeping everybody sane. Yeah, I just yeah. Uh, probably uh, a message. I I know uh, Jeff and John will back as well as the rest of the Geekiverse. It's easy to go stir crazy. It's easy to feel depressed. It's easy to feel a little bit crazy right now because again, these are are really really different times that we're living in. We just want to say it's going to get better. Uh, if you are ever in the neighborhood needing to talk to someone about whatever, we're all willing to do it. Get involved with us on, on our social media. 
all of us would be happy to to get in a conversation. But maybe it's about your favorite TV show. Maybe it, it's something you just read. We're here. Uh, we we do a lot of talking on podcasts, but we're also really good at listening. Yep. So uh, keep that in mind. We're we're here. We're willing and and more than than happy to to chat. Social media. Oh gosh, gotcha. <laughs> I was like, our handles are on there. You right. guys can't see them, but we have our social no. media links here. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to love to chat with you. Um, I think we kind of did a, a nice plug there for all the Geekiverse content that we've got going on right now. I just want to uh, make a few pitches for our shows here before we wrap things up. If you like video games, Geek Scott Game is a monthly podcast yeah. and video. You can find the video at youtube.com slash the Geekiverse and the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Lots of uh, episodes for you to listen to and catch up on now. We'll be recording a new episode of that uh, probably next week in said format here. Just like this. Um, it's probably the same people. Right. This- this is a preview. Oh, this is the cast and crew. We've also got a monthly show called Pluscast. So if you like Disney Plus and all things Disney, we talk about those very things. All the latest news, all the latest releases, uh, as well as our picks. And we've got some fun new segments that we introduced last time, such as, I, John, we didn't do it on our episode. But when Amanda was around for the last one, we said, um, I can't believe Josiah hasn't seen that. Oh, yeah. There's like six or seven movies she rattled off, and I saw like one of them. And I thought, it's probably why she didn't come back for the next episode. But um, <laughs> You never know. Um, if you are into pop culture nostalgia, The Memory Machine is a, a podcast only uh, that releases monthly that is hosted by Nate Lockhart. You can check that out on our channel. And then, John, you've got a new show that is actually coming out weekly. Yeah, that's a little different. Uh, so we've got this new this new endeavor uh, over on twitch.tv slash busy sticks. We are doing this new show called, new show called Busy Sticks. Uh, so it's uh, me and uh, Mike Newton of the Geekverse, newly uh, a new member of the Geekverse. This is his first, uh, you know, his first time chipping in on the content. We've been having a lot of fun. Um, we're trying to shoot for Sundays. Um, we're not sure if we're going to be doing more like afternoon or night. Stay tuned to our social media. We'll be uh, we'll be talking about that stuff. Right now, we're in the middle of The Last of Us. So we are two streams in. I think we've done like two, three-hour streams. Maybe the first one was four hours. Um, we're just chipping away at The Last of Us. So we're just hanging out. We're having a couple of beers. We're talking in chat, and we're playing one of our favorite games of all time. Um, and I think what we'll do for what we're going to play next is we're going to open it up. We're going to bring like three or four suggestions. I think we're thinking like Halo 1, uh, maybe like one of the Uncharted games. We'll probably stick into like narrative-focused games because it's kind of a little fun to pass and play the controller. But we'll get a few uh, suggestions together and throw up a poll on Twitter to see what we should play next. So stay tuned. I've definitely been pining for some Uncharted 4. Ooh, yeah. um, I gotta say, that is a cinematic beauty. So good. And I love that you can play Crash Bandicoot in that within the game. It's just a beautiful little thing. What a fun moment. Uh, and then it, at some point here, whether that's uh, this week or in the coming weeks, I'm going to get on there and I'm going to play Cuphead. Yeah, we're talking and about it's that. It's going to be ugly. We'll do a, we'll do a one-off um, stream and we'll <laughs> get this guy playing Cuphead. I don't have the temperament. It gets ugly really fast. Like, <laughs> this is all, oh, I'm happy, Josiah. Yeah, I, I get nasty real quick when it comes to video games. I'm so, so excited <laughs> for that. Oh, man, yeah. I'm just, I apologize in advance to everybody. But yeah, check it out, Busy Sticks. Awesome, John's been doing a great job with that. And Jeff, uh, why don't you throw out a quick plug for the first two books in your series? Uh, yeah, if you can, you head to Amazon. You can find them on there, both in print and on all Kindle devices the legend of light book one the echoes of light and book two a gleaming path if you are a fan of any kind of high fantasy series like chronicles of narnia shinara middle earth 
uh the legend of zelda especially i think you would enjoy those so i would appreciate if anybody checks them out well talk about getting lost in in an environment or, or a fantasy world that's where you should go to do that um you can do it without having something come in the mail you can like jeff said get it right on your kindle and you're good to go Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you listening and watching to this kind of this one-off episode. We wanted to chat with you and, and give a pulse as to, to where everything was with the Geekiverse community. So we appreciate you. We're not here without you guys. We want to chat. We look forward to some awesome content together uh, as we build that. <laughs> Josiah drops out right at the end. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if... Ha! It wasn't me this it time. It wasn't you this time. So, Josiah, right at the end, he's, he's wrapping things up and he wants to just leave us. <laughs>